Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When the final bell rings, there is only one place to go. Wrestling Unwrapped. To the max. All right, here we are. It is Wrestling Unwrapped to the Max, everybody, and we are going to be talking SummerSlam Review. That's right. The 2016 edition is here. It's in the books, and we are excited about getting into it. And, you know, like always, we have a a full panel with us today. I'm so excited about this panel. Uh, We're missing a couple of our cohorts, just to let everybody know. uh, Mr. Paul Leeser, who usually tries to be a part of this, he has work obligations, so he was unable to join us. And, of course, Mr. Harry Broadhurst has his own obligations. So it is a bummer that those guys aren't here, but we have some other guys to make up for it. I'm your host, Gary Vaughn. I'm along with not only my good friend, but also the producer and co-host of this show, Mr. Sean Garmer. What's going on, Sean? Yeah, doing all right, man. And we got co-host also on this show, Mr. Patrick Ketza. Yeah, from, you know, Wrestling Unwrapped. Right back. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I love this man. Uh, and of course, you know what? We had to have someone else help us, and we had to have someone qualified. So we got somebody who is not only uh, an amazing guy, but a guy who knows his wrestling, and that is Chet Yoder. Man, we are so happy to have you on this show. Thank you. I'm glad to be, be on. Plenty to talk about tonight, don't we? Yeah. Uh, plenty. Uh, you're right about that, man. And, and it was a big show and a lot to get into. Uh, guys, I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun to talk about because, you know, we've been looking forward to this. SummerSlam is the second biggest pay-per-view when it comes to WB. So let's go ahead and, you know, get this thing kicked off. Why delay any longer? Uh, let's start off with, you know, oh, some of the wait. big stuff. We go got ahead. to do the official start of this thing. All right, let's do it. I don't need their invitations in a way to shut me down Or to take this path of taking And maybe I've been left out Never let this be mistaken
right. All right. Well, let's do this thing, guys. Let's start off with the biggest stuff first. We always like to start big and then maybe get a little small at the end. Uh, let's talk about this big ending to SummerSlam first. I mean, this was something that I think people were really curious to see how it went down. Let's talk Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. And it was a match at first that we kind of thought, okay, some of the things we expected to happen, you know, back and forth. Of course, an RKO, of course, you know, didn't put Brock Lesnar away, but he got it in. Uh, Brock Lesnar, of course, F5, got his stuff in as well. At the end of the day, we got a bloody mess. We've got Brock Lesnar TKOing Mr. Randy Orton. And, you know, at basically, I mean, at the end of the day, we even have even Shane McMahon coming down to get his own F5. It was a little bit nuts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we had another match leading up to this, which was kind of in a similar fashion to an extent. Uh, but what did you guys think about this? I mean, this is one of the biggest things people were looking forward to it. Chet, I mean, how did you feel about this uh, part of the show? Uh, I mean, it felt like a classic what-the-F ending courtesy of the Bookman family. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but like you said, at the start, it was great. Guys going through broadcast tables, you got the juice flowing. and I mean, I think I was ready to chant, you know, FPG. You know, straight straight out of NXT TakeOver Dallas. But, you know, you look at this match, everybody's begging for Goldberg, so of course Vince is not going to do that. Now, when it's too obvious, Vince is like, nah, F you, I ain't doing this. So, at the end, it felt like a UFC match ending. So, it, I guess i got to ask you guys, is this a prelude to where Brock Lesnar's going? Is this kind of a hint that... He might have to, you know, jump on the UFC train again. I, I'm just, I'm very dumbfounded by a pay-per-view ending in this kind of way. Just, uh, you know, it's like, man, it just, just ended, and it was, it was as if that last hour was just, just BS. I, I'm, I'm very dumbfounded. I was entertained by what they had to put on the ring and the fight, but boy, the ending, so disappointing to say the least. What do you think, Patrick? How do you feel? What would you say? I'll sum it up in four words. New era, same BS. Um, I, I think part of it was what happened with the previous match that just the whole thing just seemed weird about the fact that you, like you guys mentioned, you had back-to-back matches and in a similar fashion. Um, this one, it, Randy Orton, like, I don't know what elbow, you know, there's no way that he laid it like that to end up just absolutely pulling blood like that because, you know, you, you, I, I don't think there's been that much blood coming out of a single person possibly since, like, Cena and JBL in the I Quit match. Because it was pulling up pretty badly. Um, it's it's just like, what's the point? You know, it's, are they just trying to... Why are they having Brock go after everybody on SmackDown is mostly my question. It's just, it, it makes zero sense and to me feels like a letdown of a match, you know, 15 years in the making. And by the way, they never actually said that it was a first-time ever match. They just said it was 15 years in the making, which it was. They had only faced each other once. So it seemed like 
such a letdown, and it's just one of those things that's just like, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah, you're right, and it is kind of one of those where you're like, man, I kind of wanted a conclusion here other than this, and I get that, and I think a lot of people kind of feel the same way you do about that. I do want to get back to Chet's question here, though, Sean. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think this is kind of anything prelude about the whole UFC situation with Brock Lesnar? This is so weird because it really felt like a we're going to just get Brock all his heat back. We're going to make him look like a monster. And then we're going to do something to get him suspended so that he has a reason why he's not showing up again until Royal Rumble. And I really hope we're not doing Shane versus Brock Lesnar. (laughs) I sure hope not either. If they do the thing with Shane to this time Shane learn from the Undertaker match and he is going to have a representative, whether it be Goldberg, whether it be... Samoa Joe, I'm that's way better. But if they're going to even entertain the possibility of the fact that it's going to be Brock versus Shane, please just don't even bother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would just be the worst. I, I I agree with you guys. Let's not do that at all. Let's let's stay away from that. I, I mean, if Bing Brock wins. didn't want to do anything with Dean. How the hell is he going to do anything with Shane? <laughs> oh, that's so true. God. Uh, but, you know. Real quick, it's how much blood there was. Anybody here an ECW fan? Yeah, I love yeah. ECW. Yeah, I love okay. ECW. And that's, yeah, huge. All right. How do you get from Viper Bill to Suplex City? Mass Transit. It was a mass transit, no, that's for sure. That, tra- that I mean, that that match was from Suplex City and transitioned into a obviously a street fight, which is okay. I didn't have a problem with that. I had no problem with the juice. I had no with the juice coming out of Orton. I had no problem with things getting out of hand, guys. The problem I had was they stopped the match. I mean, it was just. I was like, oh my god, you know. And then it just. I mean, and then Shane comes in, typical. McMahon fashion, and of course he's going to get F5. Who couldn't, I mean, you could have read that coming from a mile away. You could have saw that coming. I mean, this is just, I mean, like you said, different era, same BS, classic McMahon style finish. And I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of want to go back to, you know, you were talking about Goldberg. I mean, that was the thing. The whole crowd was chaining Goldberg. That's not going to oh, happen. Yeah. I mean, we all know. Even if I, I think Vince didn't want to hold it back, I still don't think that's going to happen. I, I used to love Goldberg, but I I don't think he's in to work hard. I think he's just in for a payday, kind of like Brock Lesnar. You're going to get laziness even if he gets paid. So saying all that, I mean, I think at the end of the day, they are just trying to find a way to show that Brock Lesnar is our guy no matter what. This is his day. Randy Orton, yeah, you're going to do great, but honestly, we don't need you to win. And that was the case here. I think Brock Lesnar, of course, after the controversy, this makes sense for him because, of course, he needs to get his cred back to get people to be still in love with him. Well, I the fact that he busted him open hard way by himself. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, you but know. that's going to make the fans love it. It goes back to the ECW thing. People are going to love that, you know? They, well, I, it's just cool. I don't think they expected it to to be like that mm-hmm. with where Orton's losing blood at a level that's just unsustainable, and they had to... You think you think Paul Heyman had something to do with that? Just, just with the ECW connection? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, but the way, it, you know, Heyman reacted, I don't think he was... No. It seemed like he was a little bit scared about what was going on there. <laughs> he plays a good actor, guys. Let's not get carried away. So, you know, let's get into this other match that led up to this. And, of course, it was Roman Reigns facing off against Rusev, the U.S. champion. And what we have with this is basically a no match. Uh, the match didn't even get started. Rusev, of course, jumps on Roman Reigns before he can even walk into the ring. Uh, attacks him, of course, with stairs and all that good stuff. We've seen this before. This is no new thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, Rusev is the one laying. Roman Reigns is the guy pounding his face in, kind of like what we got with Brock Lesnar. And they basically sent Roman to the back. Uh, in, even Roman even comes back and gives Rusev a spear. So this doesn't do Rusev any favors at all. I kind of hated this in a way, um, but I get it. This is a Vince thing all the way, I, if you ask me. Uh, but that's my opinion. I mean, Patrick, do you digress with me? Uh, what do you think about it? New era. CBS. <laughs> <laughs> this is a go quick. If this is all Patrick's going to say um, all night, this, this is awesome. No, no, no. Luckily, I'll actually have him to pay me eventually, but it was like, once again, a very hyped match that ends with a WTF ending. And not only that, Roman Reigns ruins a man's wedding celebration, puts the man's wife into a wedding cake, possibly broke the man's ribs, Cheer this man, damn it! <laughs> it just, it makes zero sense. Granted, this was probably the most cheers I've heard for Woman Reigns, probably since TLC, but it's just, once again, it makes no sense. I, I have to wonder, was Rusev injured? You know, he's probably not going to get suspended for anything since he didn't lose the damn belt. We'll talk about that later on. But it just once again this whole this whole last hour because this started right around nine o'clock my time uh, you know uh, 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 central, central. Um, so between this and the ending of Lesnar and Orton it just it was just like what the hell are you guys doing this is supposed to be your second biggest pay per view of the year and you. Sorry to coin a phrase, but you guys basically blew your wad at the end of the third hour. Oh, wait, hold on. Then, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I'm looking at a picture here of Randy Orton blatantly having a blade in his hand. Then that's a hell of a blade job. <laughs> yeah. But it just the whole, the, the, it's just the whole damn thing makes no sense. Uh, this, it's, it's this, I don't want to interrupt here, but that actually made perfect sense to me. On the contrary, it was a, another Vince McMahon, F.U. Roman. We're not going to put him over. We're going to continue punishing him because of the drug, you know, the drug substance abuse policy 
kind of finish. Now, I'm not saying it's a good finish. I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm just saying while it was going on and when the announcement was made that he can't wrestle anymore, I'm just thinking, okay, they just let Roman Reigns off the hook and the fans don't want to see Roman right now. Uh, well, the fans don't like Roman Reigns all that much. And Vince said, okay, this is what I want to do with this. And I just kind of want to sweep this one under the rug again. So I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm just saying there's a little sense into the madness or the method to the madness behind the McMahons. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, I wouldn't have a problem with it if there was some kind of logic here in uh, my issue is is that that with Roman this whole story has been booked weird everything Roman has done makes him look like a heel not a face why are you interrupting somebody's wedding oh well Unless you're Stephanie, people aren't going to cheer that normally. They're like almost giving sympathy to Rusev when Reigns comes out and spears him. It's like, for one, people, it's going to be very hard, doesn't matter how cool Rusev is on the internet, it's going to be very hard for people to want to cheer the foreigner. And then people don't want to cheer Roman Reigns. It's just, so you're doing everything to make people boom instead. And and you're trying to still trying to tell us that he's he went through this thirty day suspension and he's still the number one or number two or whatever guy you want to the number one guy that's the number one, the number one guy that's not John Cena and not Brock Lesnar and it's like okay why did Finn and Seth no matter how ugly that title looks not main event this pay per view instead if this is about you know when you need to make stars and crowning a new champion and it being about wrestling. I don't think if you're not going to have somebody come out to set up something with Brock, I don't think that that needed that had the main event and you lose anything. If you do it earlier in the show or you do it a couple matches earlier, that's just me though. Maybe, uh, maybe for other people, that's a great visual to end the show on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that is interesting. I mean, I, the, the way that they did this to me, it, it's really kind of at the end of the day, it had a big fight feel leading up, and then it's like there was a lot of good things previous, and now the air guy kind of sucked out of you a little bit at, at some of these things that happened towards the end. That's the way I kind of came out of this. I don't know about you know you guys, but that's just kind of the way I felt and I'm okay with it to an extent because I get it. The bigger picture looms, but at the end of the day, I kind of like to have that all high feeling coming out of a pay-per-view kind of like I did NXT takeover. I mean, that was a great feeling coming out. You you just felt like, man, I want to watch more. Uh, Can I watch more? I think I'm going to watch NXT takeover Dallas again, just so I can feel good. Uh, And you know, now this, I'm just kind of like, man, I don't even know if I want to watch this again, um, just because of the ending. I think if they would have stopped, you know, before these matches, maybe I've been okay. And how much do you guys feel like once again, even though they stopped it right at six hours, they didn't go over this time. 
six hours is too long for a show. Right? I mean, people's attention span eventually just goes away after a while. Think about the people that are sitting in those seats for probably longer, like at least seven, if not eight hours. Yeah. Well, I think think two hours before the show, right when the show started, was Doors. So I always think for the live crowd, I always think the start of the show is being the first match because I know it was true with Mania, and I think it happened here too. In fact, the first match usually occurs about a half hour in. So you're talking roughly 4.30, once again, my local time, uh, 5.30 in New York. So, yeah, you're talking about... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A five and a half hour show. It's too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very painful. Uh, you know, we were WrestleMania, and we remember how long that was. And as much as fun as and exciting as it was to be a part of WrestleMania. At times you're just like, good God, I just, I, I I'm kind of tired of being in the same spot, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we'll be talking about that match, uh, that previous, you know, that, that starting match, but we're going to wait a little bit. I want to talk about another big match. Let's talk about the big WWE championship match we had with Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler. And this is a match where, you know, we had some, you know, idealisms that, could vary uh you know i think a lot of people did lean on dean ambrose as being the victor which did happen uh but it ended up being just kind of what we thought it did it would i think it ended up being a pretty good match nothing way over the top for me personally uh but you know i don't know sean i mean did you feel like it was worth uh what they were selling what match are we talking about again uh we're talking about ziggler and ambrose here for the championship this was uh it was good. It wasn't anything uh I just feel like for all the stuff that we're getting here from Ziggler making this big return or whatever, it wasn't uh the big great match that I think we might have thought was gonna happen, but then again, you know, Dean Ambrose was all serious here the entire time about how Dolph is is all show and no go and you know that Dean knows he's going to lose again and that's what Dean did. He Dolph didn't test him. So perhaps this kind of plays into that story of well Dolph didn't test me who's next and AJ is 
next. Uh, so wish I had Goldberg's music. I'm sorry. This is the who next thing. Uh, what did you think, Chet? I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with with Sean. I, I mean, Ziggler came in hungry. He, he had this big return. He was he was definitely he made that push. I thought the match was pretty good. Um, it was definitely not one of the matches I was looking forward to the most. Um, but I mean, Ambrose was all serious, and he was definitely on his game. And I mean, he came away with the victory. So I don't have too much to add other than that. I, I, I thought it was all right. Patrick, I mean, do you have anything you want to say about it? I mean, it sounds like the consensus here is it was just kind of there. It was average. It was nothing super special. I that's pretty much what I was going to say. Filler. It, mm-hmm. I I I think you guys nailed it on the head. This was kind of a filler feud for Ambrose, just so he's essentially waiting for AJ and Cena to finish off, which obviously they did tonight. And it was like, okay, what can we do? Oh, let's give Dolph Ziggler another hope spot. God knows he's had enough of them. Let's give him one more just for the hell of it. And, you know, that's now done with. Ziggler loses, like always, unfortunately. And and I hate saying that, but it's true. Ziggler loses, like always. And now, like you said, Ambrose is probably moving on to AJ. Fair enough. Let's talk about something that you guys probably actually all do want to talk about. Uh, And this is a match that I think all of us were really curious to see what would happen. And that is, of course, the big Universal Championship match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, the Demon King. Not Kane, the King. Demon King. Sorry, that just bugs me. Uh, So we're going to get into this. And, Trent, I mean, you love NXT. You're a big NXT follower. You've watched Finn Balor a ton. How did you feel about this at the end of the day with Finn Balor winning the Universal Championship? I think a lot of us really thought Rollins was geared to win this. Everybody thought Rollins was geared to win it because usually we know how it goes. Usually the face has got to you know keep on chasing those heels. But in this instant, and I'm glad they got it right, the pop was too big for Finn for them to keep with that same tradition of chasing the heels. The pop was too big. They had to have Finn squeeze this one out. I thought the match was fantastic. They both went it back and forth, and I thought – Seth Rollins, he, I mean, he talked the talk leading up to this, to this uh, match, and he did the walk the walk. I mean, he, him and Finn went at it, and, I mean, Finn's entrance, I mean, everybody's excited. I mean, I'm obviously up there. I'm standing up, raising my arms up, and I'm into the, I'm, I was into that match just like you guys. I'm with you guys. That belt was very ugly, um, to say the least. Um, I thought it was a good match. I who approved the hell? Who damn it? Who approved that damn belt? Seriously, <laughs> who looks at that and goes? Like, I, ha- I have a theory on that. I have a theory on that, but I'll, I'll okay. bet you when it gets. Maybe maybe it's Stephanie's fashion taste. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, God, go I'd hate but... to imagine that now the SmackDown Women's Title and the SmackDown Tag Titles are going to have. <laughs> they're going to be but the I same mean, with every blue. It's just oh. And like I said, I mean, um, I, I thought the, the match ended well. I mean, they both went at it very, very nicely. 
Um, I mean, a lot of close calls, a lot of times where you thought the match was over, and boom. I mean, you know, Seth kicked out. Finn kicked out. They both kicked out of each other's uh, finishers. I mean, you know, you, you have to feel really confident about what they displayed, and it was so hyped. I mean, this was probably this probably could have been the main event, if you think about it, and probably should have been the way it ended. <laughs> um, but um, I like the way it ended, and I think Finn has enough pop, enough star status to have that belt and to hold it for for consecutive weeks or consecutive months or how long he's going to ever hold this. Um, so I, I really was thoroughly satisfied with the way this match went down. All right. Anybody else have anything you want to mention about this? Yeah, that match was good. I, I mean, it was, uh, it was a really good. It was a very um, – it lit up to the billing. I think, you know, the thing with the, the problem is – they must have approved that title and thought it looked awesome, even though it looks like somebody took some Nakamura pants and <laughs> smeared it across the... I was thinking about Nakamura's pants. I was. <laughs> and, uh, Where's Jacket? Uh, <laughs> but seriously, um, I, I just I can't sit there and... and why would you show them the title before? I know they did it with the women's title at WrestleMania and whatever, but just make it about the men, then make it about the title. After no, they can't do it, that. Unveil it. No, they, can't, they cannot do that. They have to build it up from both angles. I, I kind of, I don't want to disagree with you, but I am going to disagree with you on that because that's just not the way you hype up everything. When you hype up the match, you're hyping up what they're going to win for, what they're going to win at the end. So I didn't have a problem with that, but I'm like you, that, that, that belt was just a great. Well, what did they expect? The crowd wasn't going to say something about it. (laughs) I right. I mean, you got a good point. I'm not saying you don't have a good point. I'm just saying that to hype, you have to hype up the belt. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's, you know, it's a new belt. I mean, (laughs) you know, um, people got to care about it. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. people already right now hating the idea of the name. I personally do. Paul always disagrees with me. He thinks it's fine. I completely I hate the that name. Name is fine too. Yeah, Sean. I I, I think it's trash. I, I think it, it's something that WCW would have came up with, and people would have gave them the hardest time for that. But it's WWE. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, so anyway, I, I could get on my high horse on that all day long. I think what we got here was a really good match, and it was one of my favorites of the night. So I'm I'm excited that Finn Balor is a champion. I did not expect that this early. I'm even though he was the Demon King, I still thought they were going to put Rollins over, and not doing that is amazing. I'm glad that they got Finn Balor in this role. Uh, let's talk about some other matches here, and I think I'm going to save some of these other championship matches. Let's talk about some of these, you know, women's matches that were kind of interesting. Let's talk about the big match that, I mean, this is one that I think is kind of interesting from SmackDown that they kind of came up with. We had Becky Lynch and Car- Carmella with Naomi all facing off against Alexa Bliss and Italia. Now. Before this, we all knew that Eva Marie got suspended. Okay, what are they going to do? You know, we talked about on our regular show, this could possibly just be a handicap match, or this could be, you know, where they find someone else. Well, they did. They found someone else, and that person uh, was Nikki Bella. That's right. She's back, and she's ready to rock and roll, and the match started. Everybody pretty much got a chance to do their stuff. At the end of the day, guess who gets to be the one who looks good? 
Nikki Bella. Any surprises there? I don't think so. What did you think, I think Patrick? we kind of all called this, right? Most of us did. Said yeah. that Nikki would... yeah. No, I was the one that said, you guys are paying too much attention to the heel and face thing. This is the freaking Bellas we're talking about. They don't care. <laughs> hey, that was going to be my very first point. Hey, remember the last time we all saw Nikki when we were cheering her in Dallas? Well, guess what? She'll get cheered on SmackDown when she shows up. So it doesn't matter. Like hell she will. And <laughs> oh boy. Uh trying to think what the next um, SmackDown is. <laughs> on Tuesday? Well no, Tuesday? where, where, oh, it, where it, it is. Where it is. Not <laughs> at I know what day it's on. Uh let me see. A, a week I'll look I don't know if they mentioned it. Yeah, a week from now it's um, Dallas. So but I'm not I'm probably not going, but anyway. Go ahead, Pat. It is in Un what? It's in the uh, Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncaseville, Connecticut. Uncasville, Connecticut. Uncasville, yes. Okay. Because they're doing Brooklyn again tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And then... Three nights, as always. Um, by the way, real quick, since I never said anything, I thought the Universal Championship was a good match too. <laughs> Um, but the, the, the women's match, I, first off, it was my first time seeing Naomi and I never want to see her again with that intro. Good God. You know, she stole that from somebody else too. I the don't exact care. outfit and everything else. She really? stole the, I don't give a damn. No, I'm just, I'm telling you that that outfit was stolen from an indie wrestler that they had to do a tryout and she basically took the outfit and everything else from what else that, is new? Oh. The WWE and TNA stealing stuff. What the hell else is new? Um, I mean, the match itself wasn't bad. Like you said, yes, you know, everyone at least got a chance to shine. Um, I like that. I like that Nikki Bella changed her finisher, but I don't think it's going to do any wonders for her neck. Um. Yeah. It just, the whole thing just seemed weird, and yeah, we all expected Nikki Bell to come out, but I was wondering if they were going to do a swerve or something, because the whole thing smelled weird, but no swerve. As, she, as soon as she responded to the people on Twitter saying that, I don't know what everybody's talking about, I've actually been clear for two weeks, that's when I was like, yep, she's showing up. Yeah, and the finisher thing, I was wondering where they were going with that, but I forgot she's dating John Cena, so she's got to do something similar to him. So there you go. Uh, Originally, I thought she was going to do it. Sorry. Originally, I thought she was going to actually get the attitude adjustment. I legitimately did. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised. It would not have shocked me. Uh, you know, before we get out of this match, I, I've got to ask you, Chet. You know, once again, you're a big NXT fan. Um, there was some NXT, you know, talent here, Alexa Bliss being one of them, and Carmella. What did you think about their first big match in a pay per view setting when it comes to the main roster? Oh, I thought they were. I thought they were both pretty good. I, I, I you know, I'm obviously pulling for those two a little more than the rest of them, sure. Because I mean, I'll, I also like Carmella and Alexa not to do anything with NXT, but obviously it helps that they're part of NXT. Um, I thought they were pretty good in their, in their kind of big debut. Um, you know, Carmella's Carmella to me has got that pop and she's got that 
that really good attitude that you really like, you know, and the fact that she came with Enzo and Cass and, and she has that kind of spunk to her. I thought, I, I thought that's going to be big for her to grow uh, at the main roster. And same thing with Alexa. Alexa plays the bad bitch very well. So I thought overall they did all right. And um, I was satisfied with that match. It's oh, good. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I think that they did well, and I was very happy that they put on a good showing. I, I always get nervous because I always think, man, they're going to do something to screw up, and then you know, like Dana Brooke, make you know NXT have a kind of a bad image. Um, but they didn't do that. They did a great job. Uh, no, they talk- left it to Charlotte and Sasha to do that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, let's talk about that then, Patrick. Give me your thoughts on the fact that now we have this match with Charlotte and Sasha take place for the women's title. And next thing you know, it seems like just night and day, Sasha Banks is no longer the women's champion. Charlotte has it again. With that and the news coming out that she's been pulled for house shows for, of all things, 33 days, I do wonder. You know, there's, there's, I think there's pretty much two running rumors. Either A, it's her honeymoon, or B, she's going to be number five out of eight, or number four out of eight, or ten, or however the hell many it is now. Um, you know, that, that popped on a test. Um, I legitimately was nervous for about two-thirds of that match after the attempted whatever-the-hell Charlotte wanted to do with Sasha. Uh, I think they were going... I, originally, I think the idea was a backbreaker on the turnbuckle. Yeah, the, turnbuckle the Roddy part. backbreaker. Yeah. That's what I saw. And, dear God, did they fail. And after that, it just seemed like, because that wasn't the only thing that Charlotte kind of muffed up. But I do applaud them for turning that into something and Charlotte working on Sasha's back for the rest of the match. But it's just, Harry did text me, you know, that it's all about the chase. But this one just seemed out of the blue. No, and this, it almost became, what was the point of cutting the chase off for four weeks? And I just, the whole thing seemed weird to me. And I just, I I don't mind Charlotte having a belt, but I didn't like how it ended up happening. If that makes any sense. But it's just, the, once again, the whole thing smells weird. I mean, the finish did play into using the back. Because she couldn't really kick out or whatever, so that's she also okay. Had the hold I know it didn't look great, but I'm just saying if they wanted to use that as a, it was, it, it did play into them working on the back and and whatever. Uh, but I didn't like the way it ended. It was very just anticlimactic ending. Uh, I don't think anybody thought that that was going to end the match either. It was just really weird. I'm of the opinion that I think she's probably it it could be a total combination of honeymoon and just time off. It's really possible it could be that. But just uh, exactly 30 days. I don't know, man. 
Just, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I, I was kind of feeling that after the match. Um, I, I thought Charlotte did a, um, a did a, a did a better job of in this match than maybe most people thought, and probably including you guys. I've, I've actually been a pretty good fan of her style and, and kind of what she's put on. Uh, I'll never forget her six six woman tag team match at WrestleMania. She was I mean she was a part of something really really good there. Um, I, man, it was a weird ending. You're right. That, the, they tried the back angle. I see where you're going with that. I was trying to think about that too. Um, but back and forth they went, and I mean Sasha had the finisher, and Charlotte was able to wiggle out of it a couple of times. And I think they just wanted one of those, you know, kind of just stick at the Sasha kind of endings and. It just, I, you know, it was a good match. I thought overall, and then it ended kind of like you said, anticlimactic. So, I don't have much else right. to add there. And we uh, have Mr. Chris Lemsky on the line now. Hey, Mr. Lemsky, what's going on, man? Uh, not too much. Just uh, listening to you guys discuss the the Summer Slam. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Uh, great, man. I'm glad to have you uh, show up and uh, you know. Join us in this conversation, man. Uh, you know, we kind of just ran through a few of these matches. We've kind of started top-heavy. We wanted to get through with all the big ones. Of course, we talked about the Universal title. We've talked about the WWE Championship match. Even Roman Reigns' U.S. title with Rusev and, of course, Brock Lesnar. And now we're just talking about the you know the women's matches. What do you uh, think about all this so far, what we've kind of talked about? Uh, well, I have some advice to whoever faces Brock Lesnar next. You're going to need a gun. Because at this rate, whoever, with how he's booked, whoever beats him needs a gun to beat him at this point. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, maybe you can get one from Austin. I'm sure Austin. Yeah. You know, if they, if they do Shane and Brock, I'll just say, hey, Shane, I have a I have an AK-47. You want to borrow it? And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know, um, the... First of all, I'll say this, the Universal title looks ugly. It's the laziest thing that they could ever have done. They just took the WWE title and put a red background on it. So Even Shane's uh, joke of a US, or Universal Championship looks better than what they did. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. But no, the, that match was good. Um, WWE title match... I was, I was watching a friend of mine, and he, he just kind of looked at me like, you don't, you don't care about Dolph Ziggler at all? I was like, well, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. So at this point, I knew Dolph was losing, so I, I, couldn't, just, I couldn't get into the match at all because they've done a piss-poor job of him over the years. It's like, this match is just a stopgap for the eventual AJ Styles-Ambrose feud. So like, like the rest of New York in that crowd, I just didn't care. Yeah, it's hard to care about something that, you know, pretty much is set in stone, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, it's, that, that's the, the, yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's nothing, nothing against Dolph, but they fooled me with this Dolph Ziggler thing. Like, I'm just not buying it anymore. You can't trick me into thinking that he's going to, they're going to do something with him when they never do. So, and it's, 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 it's not Dolph's fault, it's their own fault. So, 
I, I agree. I, I kind of stay scared to say this, but I kind of feel the same way about Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, that is my thing. It's, it's getting, it's becoming that with Cesaro now. Like, fool me once, that that uh, WrestleMania win, you you got me. You maybe think you're going to do something with him. Nope. And the when when he came back after WrestleMania this year, I thought for for sure, okay, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna push Cesaro. Maybe even have him beat the Miz for the IC title. Nope. So now he's in a best of seven series of Sheamus, who I could even care even less about. So. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It really is for Dolph Ziggler. But I mean, at the end of the day, I get it. Ambrose is the you know the guy that they want running the ship at least for a, this moment at we as we speak. Um, but you know, I, I guess it's better than him holding the uh, you know Nakamura pants title. You know, so <laughs> it looks a lot better. You know, before, before, before you get into the women's match, uh, I was gonna you guys were talking about how they they took the belt off uh, Sasha and Charlotte has it again. You know, it's funny with them doing the, the, the tag titles. They're saying, oh, New Day is the longest reigning champions. They're, they, were they, how they kind of don't acknowledge demolition, or demolition, but they kind of do. If they were smart, if the New Day never lost to the primetime players, they would have been the, the longest champions. But there would have been no discrepancy at that point. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, how cool would yeah, it have been? It, it, and at this rate, I I honestly think they're keeping the belt in the new day until they beat Demolition's record, so they won't they could stop mentioning Demolition at that point. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, wow. Because if if Gallows and Anderson were going to win the belt, it should have been tonight. This is this is the you already had the the built-in excuse for the new day with Biggie out. You had Xavier in the match, so you could have took it to ten, and they keep stalling on it. So just thinking, all right, well, I don't, I don't see New Day losing the belt to Mania at this point. You know, the fact that they, there's got to be something to the Finn blowing them off. Finn is champion now. I wonder if maybe that's going to play into maybe Gallus and Anderson getting the titles eventually. Like, I don't think this is over the way that it ended, obviously. Well, no, it's in a DQ. They always have a match of the, the Clash of Champions, but... If again you got you got to strike when the iron's hot because just just not gonna care when they when they end up winning the belt at this point. Mm-hmm. And you would have had a better story because then you know they could New Day could say, well, we didn't have Big E. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I get that maybe they're still wanting to keep the New Day with the titles because marketing. I mean, these guys are awesome at that. They they sell T-shirts. They sell cereal. They sell everything. Oh, but wouldn't and, uh, they, they sell more if they were chasing the belts, though? The money's in the chase for them. Well, I don't know about that. Actually, New Day, they don't even have to have the titles. Mm-hmm. They're- well, yeah, that. Exactly. They're the one uh, tag team in this company right now that doesn't really need the titles. Maybe we could talk about the American Alpha. I mean, hell, uh, what's his face? Uh, Xavier Woods has his YouTube stuff on the network now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that should tell you right there how much these guys have come that he has his whole – I don't know if it's all of it, but he has quite a few of the uh, up, up, down, down things on the network. Like, it's just – that's that's a pretty big thing, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Chet. I don't know. How do you feel about this thing with New Day? And 
I mean, I'm with you guys. I thought Gallus was going to – I thought they were going to win it. Um, there's obviously something more behind it, like you said. Um, uh, man, it's just hard to kind of think what else are they doing here with New Day. It, it just feels a little bit too long and stretched, and I think at some point it's just kind of wearing, and it is wearing on us now at this point. And so now you're kind of thinking, well, where – like this could get really boring at some point, you know, when you're thinking about New Day. So um, I'm real curious to see how far they go well, because now, I don't know. Well, you know, they could wait and have AJ win against Dean and then you have Gallus Anderson win then and then the entire <laughs> club are champions at the same time. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, they did this little segment right there during the show where, you know, they had Finn Balor seeing the club together yeah. again, <laughs> and he just kind of blew him off. Uh, so, I mean, that doesn't I think mean that anything. was more about Finn wanting to do that by himself. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you're right. I don't think that means anything at the end of the day, but still it was kind of funny. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, before we move out of the tag team titles, you guys have pretty much said everything except Patrick. Anything you want to throw in about these tag team titles, anything? I, I, I'm i pretty much with everyone else. I kind of thought Gallows and Anderson were going to win it tonight. I was surprised that they didn't. Uh, so, I mean, the, the only possible thing that I see is maybe you have New Day lose it on the one-year anniversary, which, lo and behold, is tomorrow. But other than that, I got nothing. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I uh, just wanted to check with you, Chris. I mean, uh, are you around for the the show, or do you? I mean, I didn't know if how you, if you had to go or if you're cool staying with oh, us. Yeah, I got to go into. Uh, but I wanted to say something about uh, Sasha. Either she's injured for exact, and they're giving her exactly thirty days off, or Del Rio had a big coke binge and he's taking everybody else with him on his way out. Oh, I, I legitimately thought Paige had one hell of a birthday party. <laughs> I'm not kidding, actually. I'm not kidding at all. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm terrified. I guess, you know, John Cena wasn't invited. And if he was, uh, he borrowed some. Well, they're not going to test John Cena. He's, he could, they could call him part-time So at this point. He's taking, he's taking more time off, so he could just say he's part-time now. So Yeah. Part-time. Uh, very good point. So, yeah. well, I, mean, I would uh, say this with Sasha gone. Do you think that Bailey will come up to Raw to fill the void that she's going to leave? Well, yeah, that I think it, they must have known about Sasha before Takeover. So, either way, whether it's a with a suspension or it's we're gonna. Um, we're going to let her have time off. They have to know at some point, and they had to know before yesterday. So the fact that they had Bailey basically say goodbye, that has to mean something. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the one. There's the one glaring thing. Um, Sean knows about it because I messaged him that they, they told Sasha for house shows specifically through September 23rd. That's a Friday. Guess what the 25th is? It's Clash of Champions. It's the next pay-per-view. I almost wonder 
Do they maybe have Charlotte beat the hell out of Sasha tomorrow, which she would technically still be allowed? Yeah, they did with Roman, you know. Yeah, and they basically go the Roman Reigns build route where they have a build to a match with only one person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have Charlotte kind of trying to do it on her own, building to the rematch, because you have to have the rematch, you know, with because with, this was Charlotte's rematch from losing the belt to Sasha, and now you have one month to build to Sasha having her rematch to Charlotte, which my chances are she's going to lose, but do you have Charlotte try and run the build on her own until... Sasha can come back. The problem is Sasha won't be able to come back until the pay-per-view. Hmm. Like I said, you know, it, it's, she's off, they took her off for 33 days until September 23rd, which, like I said, lo and behold, is two nights before the pay-per-view. Do they give her the pay-per-view match? I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, like, it's like Sean said, they, they did it with Roman, so, like, if she is suspended or off, just off for 30 days, then, yeah, they just give her her, they could make it her off TV until the pay-per-view, so. Mm-hmm. That is true. You never know. Uh, I will be seeing pretty soon, though, uh, because if Sasha Banks is taking this time off, uh, whether it be, you know, on purpose or they're letting her take a break because they're forcing her to, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what takes place with all this in the future. But, uh, I know Chris, I know you've, you can't stick around apparently. Uh, so man, any last words, anything else you want to throw in before we let you go, bud? Uh, yes. Next year, if I'm going to go to, if I'm going to go to Brooklyn for SummerSlam weekend, I'll probably just go to take over three instead of SummerSlam at this rate. I agree with you a hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Oh, no, wow. no shade to SummerSlam, but man, they have they have to t- trim an hour off that show. They it can't they can't make it four hours every year because that show it for me it fell off a cliff after mm-hmm. Balor winning the the title. Yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to talk about Takeover already. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 we have to finish SummerSlam. Hurry the hell up. I know. We have to finish SummerSlam. So, uh, but man, Chris, thanks for calling in, man. And uh, we appreciate it. You are the fourth co host of the Wrestling of the Max show. So it's good to have you on. No problem. Good to be on. You guys have a good night. You too, bud. Uh, you too. All right, guys. Well, we talked a lot about, you know, of course, the women's matches and all that. So we're going to quickly get through the rest of these matches. We may kind of do a fire round here, kind of go through them quickly. I mean, also, the, uh, that's. Like, God, can we have a spot where Sasha doesn't try to kill herself or somebody kill her <laughs> in a match? I'm like, my God. They're trying to end her career, Sean. They don't and, like the fact she's getting over by And, herself. like, when Will Ospreay is telling you that you need to look behind you before somebody does a ridiculous Rana off the top rope, I don't know. Maybe you should. Just... <laughs> It's it was scary. Like, it's just, yeah. my God, is she gonna break her neck this time? Like, oh, I worry. God, I don't want her to like retire at thirty. No, maybe she needs to go spend a weekend with Jim Ross. He'll talk to her about these things. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna quick quickly get through some of these other ones. Yeah, these other ones are smaller matches. Uh, well, I take that back. 
the bigger yeah, one. Yeah, I was, I was about to say. Yeah. We have one more that is the bigger one, and then we'll get into these smaller matches. Let's talk about John Cena and AJ Styles before we can do some rapid fire here. This one was a one that I think all of us were really curious about as well. I mean, John Cena usually gets more wins over, and he usually takes his break or whatever. He still wins. This is not the case. AJ Styles took it home. He did beat up John Cena in a sense. I think this is cool. I was glad to see it happen. I mean, what did you think, Chet? Well, I mean, my only issue was the broadcast team uh, that was calling it. Um, but that's for another day and in, in time because, uh, I don't know, I just I can't stand Otunga and uh, JBL, but that's for another day and time. Uh, the show, the actual match was fantastic. Um, one of the matches of the night, you know, right there. Uh, even probably, if not there, or even above the the Finn Seth Rollins match, it was great. I mean, it was it was so suspenseful. You're on the edge of your seat watching these two guys go at it, and uh, I, I was very, very, I was very, very satisfied. I, I thought these two guys really put on a good show, and um, and I think for to put AJ Styles over, I mean, obviously you have to. I mean, um, this was his time, and, and Cena was just. Uh, Cena was just second place in in a match that really didn't deserve to have you know somebody lose, but boy, they went back at it and uh, I enjoyed it. Like I said, for the exception of that broadcast team, that's that's one of my big pet peeves. Those three guys, um, <laughs> I like the match. I'm sorry. Uh this is a freaking great match. Match of the year candidate. Uh, these two, it's got to be up there in some of the best matches John Cena's ever had in his career. Um, you know, uh, it's up to you whether you like that kind of match, though, too, because it's one of these where they were kicking out of literally everything in the kitchen sink and uh, the <laughs> un- other adjectives that I can throw out there of things that, my God, I felt like. I honestly didn't feel like you had their first real near fall until you had the Super F. The, the super AA that uh, that AJ kicked out of because everything else was like, oh my God, we're just doing moves and and kicking out of them. But it turned out to be a freaking great match and that AJ won and won so definitively too. It wasn't, oh, I slipped on a banana hill roll-up or anything like that or I grabbed the ropes or the, or the club came mm-hmm. out. or It was nothing like that. He just cleanly beat him. And John Cena left his wristband in the ring and everything. Like, it was a sort of, okay, the new era perhaps has bested me. And it'll be a while before we see him again. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was kind of a, a somber moment in a way for, I'm sure, Cena fans to see him do that. But, I mean, I think it's a great, I think it's a, it's a good symbolism. And, you know, I, I think it was a well-placed match. I really was enjoying it. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just thrilled that, you know, we're going to possibly see AJ Styles go for that title like we talked about. You know, that's probably Dean Ambrose's next opponent. Ah, uh, Well, if uh, anybody else has anything to say, uh, you know, let it be known. Before... Go ahead. Go ahead. Just say it. I, I I feel like that Vince kind of took uh, AJ and Cena aside, and it almost felt like he looks to them and goes, all right, John Cena, AJ Lee, because he's out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> Keep 
Can I, can I ask you? Can I? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I, I mean, I did I did make a little rant about the broadcast team. I just I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that because my friends and I were talking about it. I mean, obviously, I love Corey Graves. I love every time he's on the mic. That's what I love about NXT TakeOver. He's there all night. I get to listen to him and, and whatnot. But what did you guys think about the broadcast? Which broadcast team do you guys Oh, the JVL and, and uh, Otunga's okay. JVL's just terrible. He's, he's terrible. <laughs> hey. You know, he, uh, I did like the fact that, you know, in the, uh, in the cruise match, they did mention that he used to be known as Zuha Nation. Uh, that was totally surprising. But. True. If it wasn't because Maro is so awesome, JVL would eat him alive like he does Michael Cole. You thought Maro was awesome? doesn't let him do that. You, you thought Maro was awesome? Morrow is always awesome. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. I, okay, I don't like Cole. I'm not saying I'm a Michael Cole guy. I don't think – I think Morrow tries too hard, but that's just – I mean, that's just my opinion. He does get – I think – yeah, and I think Morrow, like you said, tries too hard to be the, the fan commentator, the yeah. kind of fan service commentator. Because he knows what pretty much every fan's number one complaint has always been. The fact that they don't call moves and they focus too much on stories that don't have anything to do with the match that you're watching. So it seems like at times he'll call every move. <laughs> so, but getting back to uh, my Vince impression, <laughs> it, it seems like he took them aside and said, I want you to kick out of everything and kill this crowd before that Finn, whatever the hell his name is, comes out. Because it seemed like, you know, they kicked out of everything, and yeah, it was a fantastic match. You know, its placement could have been seen as weird, and by many, 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 many people... You know, that was a complaint about this was the match placement, which in that case, shut up. But, yeah, this, this was a phenomenal match. And, and pardon the pun. I, I, swear I, <laughs> I, swear. I swear I didn't mean that one. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a fantastic match that they put on an absolutely match of your quality. And it seems like, and this will be my last point before we move on, it seems like as bad as the pay-per-views can be, the pay-per-views now are still good for at least one match of the year quality match. This was that match tonight. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. I think we can all agree on that. All right, let's do this thing. Let's rapid fire the last few matches we have here. Uh, so let's do this thing. Sean, The Miz defeats Apollo Crews. Uh, that says it all right there. Uh, yeah. I, look, Apollo looked good. Apollo looked good in this, okay? But this, we already knew this about Apollo Crews. We didn't need this match to, to know that Apollo Crews can hit moves and that he looks great. 
uh, again, it's the same problem we're going to have with uh, Cien Almas when we talk about NXT. Uh, both of those men are wonderful in the ring, and that is certainly not their issue. Their issue is that I have no reason to care about them. And somebody getting your name wrong, even though that's offensive, and if somebody that's had that happen to them for different parts of their life, it sucks. I'm sure Chet has gone through this. I'm sure we all have. Sure. Um, I had an English that's teacher not, that got mine wrong. That's not, that's not a reason for me to go, oh, my God, I'm so invested in Apollo Crews. Am I right? Like, you got to give me something else. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much impressions about this match. I mean... I'm not surprised. It was just kind of, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I'm just Sammy? happy to be. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, well, Patrick, Sammy Zayn, and of course his little buddy Neville, they faced off against the Dudleys, and they won. What the hell do you have against short people, little buddy? Uh, hey, I'm okay with Neville. He's got a beard now. It makes him look a little bit bigger. I'm okay with him. I didn't say anything bad someone, about him. He's my little buddy. As someone who's five foot five, it's my ass. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> hey, I, I, my wife's about that height, so it's okay. You know. Um, Neville and Zane were an afterthought in this match, and I absolutely hate that I have to say that, but Neville and Zane were an afterthought here. The entire point of this match was the miscommunications that the Dudleys are having as probably a means to eventually split them. You know, and it's really sad that two wrestlers, the quality of Sami Zayn and Neville, you know, were kind of bumped down to this, especially after, you know, what happened uh Last month with Sami Zayn, unless I'm getting things mixed up, which I almost feel like I am, but to be bumped down to this level is just, bah. you know, the entire point of this was the eventual split of the Dudley Boys, let's be honest. Oh, am I ready for Bully Ray? I don't know. Not sure I'm ready for that. I want the Twitter machine to be out there and Bully Ray be telling me about it. <laughs> hey, we could get Reverend Devon back, though, let's be honest. Oh, we all God. Hey, he made lots of money with that gimmick. I mean, he got to keep all that cash that people kept handing him. Look who Deacon was. <laughs> he can uh, go join the New Day. Oh, well, why not? Or, I mean, or he could get he could get two deacons this time with the authors of pain. Oh no! Oh man! I I just yeah, yeah I got excited. Yeah, Is he gonna be I the second man to Paul Ellering? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let's move on past that. Let's talk about something else that's kind of interesting, Chet. And let's talk about Sheamus defeating Cesaro in the first of the seven series that they're going to have. The best of seven. Not shocked. Um, I I don't have too much to say about this match. I know we need to speed along, so I kind of want to just kind of get through this, but I didn't have much. I was not shocked by that, that outcome. 
Uh, I don't think any of us were. I think all of us pretty much predicted that. And, I mean, yeah. no one had any objections to this match. Anybody hate it or did anybody love it? I mean, it, it's kind of average to me. Average. Yeah. So I think we all feel that it way. Uh, let's talk about the big match between... What match were we talking about again? Uh, we were talking about Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, I thought it was actually a good match. They were clobbering mm-hmm. each other. I enjoyed it. You know, um, but we've seen this match bunch of times, so you know that's the we're thing. probably going to see it six more. Yeah, we are. Yay. Oh boy, I'm excited. Not uh, all right. Let's talk about this big show uh, and the fact that they had the beginning of the show start out with the Usos, the American Alpha, and the High Bros face off against. The Ascension, and of course, the Vaudevillains are a part of that uh, as well, along with Brizongo. So, this is a big match. Uh, of course, this is all about SmackDown to find out, you know, who is going to be, you know, the better teams to win. Uh, but you know, the faces go over here. American Alpha and the Usos and the High Bros make their victory happen, but not without controversy. Uh, that's right. American Alpha pretty much sets up the win, but the Usos take it away. Uh, and they are, you know, basically take the steal the pin. So, uh, what do you guys think about this, Sean? I mean, any impressions here to you? Everybody got to show something. Uh, I wish they would have done this as the last pre-show match so that American Alpha could have got a nicer reaction. Because this was about as equal to Ryback and Kalisto happening with nobody in the building at WrestleMania. Oh, it was crickets, man. Crickets. Uh, I mean, it wasn't crickets, but it was... It, just it's uh, I mean it sucked because you know Brooklyn would have been really hot for them if the whole crowd was in the arena mm-hmm. uh, you know honestly I get that they're having this women's movement thing but uh, you know they could have had the 12 man tag on the pay-per-view and have the other the only I bet if Nikki Bella wasn't the person that was actually showing up at the pay-per-view they would have put that on the pre-show instead. But Nikki Bella being the person that showed up in that match was the only reason it was that high and that, you know, whatever. But Eva, I still thought Eva it was Marie's fake, Eva Marie's fake intro would have been too long for the for the pre-show. <laughs> oh, man. We didn't, that uh, was funny. We didn't. That was funny. Sorry, now go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Sorry. Oh no no! I just want to make sure we didn't skip over Enzo Cass versus Jericho. Owens. Yeah, we no. I appreciate that. We are, and I wanted. To, I'm trying to save something uh, because I didn't want it to, the last thing we'd end on to be something like no one cares about. But I appreciate you telling gotcha. me. Uh, okay. So, but let's go cool. and talk about that. I think that's going to be more interesting than anything we're going to talk about. Of course, we have a big match here, a tag team match that I think all of us were li- really looking forward to, and that of course is. The Enzo and Kaz versus Kevin Owens and Jericho match. And, you know, really, this was a fun match to watch. I loved it. It actually started out the actual SummerSlam. This was not part of the pre-show. This was actually the first, you know, part of the big part of the show. So saying that, guys, uh, the Jericho and uh, Owens show uh, was victorious here. And Enzo and Kaz lost. I was a little bit surprised. I kind of felt like they were going to let these guys take home the home team victory. They didn't do it, though. I was, very it? Su- I was very surprised. I mean, it was great that SummerSlam opened up with Enzo and Kaz and, and, this, and this match. Is, I mean, it's just great pop. And come on, in your hometown, you don't get that win. You can't put Enzo and Kaz over. 
just in this match, in this situation, in this spot, I thought it was a great match. And I like Jericho and Owens. Don't get me wrong. I think they're. I think that's a fun little team between those two. Um, but I mean, what do they have to gain? It's everything more for Enzo and Cass to gain with a victory here. I just didn't get them losing this match. I was like, man, I was very disappointed. I'm a big Enzo and Cass fan, um, and uh, man, I was just very disappointed. It was. Uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, personally, I want to tell you guys this. I love Kevin Owens. I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. I love Enzo and Kaz. Don't be wrong. They're great for their own sure. thing, but I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. And sure. uh, all-time, Chet, Jericho mm-hmm. is probably my favorite wrestler. I, I follow well, him. He's, he's one of the best technical wrestlers ever. Yeah, just, exactly. I'll put that out there. But I'm a little yeah. biased, and so that's what I'm going to preface this with. So I didn't have a problem with it because I am biased. But, you know, Patrick, how did you feel? I, I, much like we were, you know, dumbfounded at the end, I was dumbfounded at the beginning with, you know, Jericho winning. Um, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but do you guys realize that the heels, and yes, I'm counting, you know, Gallows and Anderson win, the heels won the first five matches of the night. So... In my case with this, what is lost with Enzo and Cass winning? There you go. That's what I said. Nothing. Nothing would have been lost. Give them the damn win. Give them the hometown win. It's you know, this pay-per-view off you know, on a rocket upwards. You can kill the crowd later on. Sean, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the match was good. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, you know, this uh, this whole show sort of had that we're almost doing WrestleMania booking thing here with, uh, <laughs> like what Patrick said, with having the heels win a lot. Remember they had that stretch of WrestleMania where, like, four matches were going, what the hell is going on here? Uh that happened a lot on this show as well. I wonder if Raw and SmackDown will be the repeat of what happened. The Raw after WrestleMania where they try to basically undo everything they did at that SummerSlam. But, yeah. yeah I just don't just, get why they got to yeah. do this to Enzo and Cass now. I just I don't understand it. Maybe Didn't they lose at the NXT last year where they were the... They, they did. That's a good call. They did. Yeah, so they so just don't want them to win in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be the case. You know, here's the thing about it. I think that these guys did a great job coming out. I think actually Enzo and Cass did a wonderful job of doing their little promo there, you know, doing their jokes back and forth. It was actually really well done. Sometimes they kind of get on the not very good side. I think that has a lot to do with writers, not giving them great material. I think tonight they were very comfortable, felt like they did a good job. At the end of the day, they do lose the match, but I think this is an ongoing thing, and I think that this is not the end. I mean, I get it. They lost on SummerSlam, but I I, I feel like they've got some wins ahead of them. I'm not really too worried about this making a mark on them. So, And Kevin Owens and, and Jericho are not a bad team to lose to, I mean, uh, for me personally. 
All right. Well, Chet, the one thing we do on the show is we always rate the show, uh, and then it's a scale of one to ten. Uh, ten being the highest, one being the lowest, and we also give our MVP of the night. So we will start with you. What do you think? Who's your MVP, and what do you rate the show? Okay, so I'm rating the show, not SummerSlam. SummerSlam overall. What was okay? It? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm the be, show. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be generous with SummerSlam, unlike you guys. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, and I'm going to give, man, this is tough. I only got one MVP. One. I'm going to give the MVP to, to AJ Styles. I thought, I thought he was fantastic tonight. It was just a, just a hair better than Finn Balor. And that's tough to say. Patrick. Um, MVP. I actually am going to give it to Finn Balor, even, you know, with the fact that the belt that he won is ugly as hell. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't be that nice. I think, you know, the entire last, I just, I can't. You know, I think the entire last hour, your last quarter of the show left such a bad taste. Um I, I won't be super harsh, and you know, I won't say all three out of ten or four out of ten, but five. You know, I think I think they really had themselves set up to have a hell of a show, and a lot of the booking just was a complete head scratcher. You know, and just went against so much that there's not giving the fans what they want, and then there's just burying them under what they wanted. So I, I can only give it a five. Sean? I'll give it a six. Uh, I think when you have two borderline great matches and then a excellent match of the year candidate, it's really hard not to at least go in the six category just wrestling-wise. I think, yeah, you got your sour taste in your mouth in that last hour, which sucks. Uh, and it, you know, that ending of the pay-per-view is what you're going to remember. But there was a lot of good in the show. You know, the the women's match was still good for uh, yeah, the women's title match. Was still very good for them recovering from the botch and everything else too. So, you know, it just uh, man, if the thing wouldn't be six hours long, I think, you know, it. I, I give him credit for trying to give the wrestlers two shows a year where they can really spread their wings and have some time, and everybody gets a spot on the almost everybody gets a spot on the card and stuff like that. But just uh, six hours is way too long for a show. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm gonna give this show a six. Sean, what was who was your MVP? Was it that you didn't? I don't think you gave it. Uh, I'll give it to AJ as well. Oh, AJ. So, man, this is tough because I got two for AJ. Heck, I'll join Patrick with uh, Finn, even though I, I love AJ. Uh, Finn getting this big win this fast. I love it. All right, guys. Well, that is SummerSlam. We appreciate everybody checking it out with us. Once again, this is Wrestling Unwrapped to the Max. Uh, we've enjoyed doing this for you guys. Uh, just to let you know where you can find all of us, uh, you know, of course, you could find me and Sean at Wrestling to the Max. Uh, he is at Sean, uh, W2M Sean. That's at W2M Sean. I am at W2M Gary. Uh, and, of course, you know, Chet, give us your uh, Twitter handle where people can yeah. hit you up. Yes, it's at 
Chet underscore Yoder, and I've got a lot of Twitter beef about if Randy Orton used that blade to cut himself up. So if you want to chime in, you can, at Chet underscore Yoder. Thank you for the picture, Sean. (laughs) Ah, there you go. Ah, Patrick, okay, well, tell everybody where they can find you, man. Um, well, I'm going to have a couple then. Uh, as always, you can find me at Pat Tatsa, short version of my first name and my last name, P-A-T-Z-A. Uh, you can also find us at W-U off the shelf because, obviously, uh, Harry Broadhurst, who's usually on here, and myself, have a normally weekly podcast, uh, Wrestling Unwrapped, where we review the best and worst in professional wrestling DVDs to get a little bit of a break, um, you know, kind of a summer slash Olympic slash uh, real stuff hit the fan break. Uh, so we're hoping we will be back the Sunday before Labor Day. Um, you know, so in hopes that that all goes well. And obviously, I wish my partner nothing but the best as he deals with his own personal stuff. So yeah. that's that. We love Harry, and uh, we hope he's back soon. We we miss him on these review shows, and of course on his own show, Wrestling Unwrapped. Uh, yeah, I definitely wish him the best. And uh, just to let everybody know, you can find that show, this show, and all the other shows we talk about at the W2M Network. That's right. That's the big network you got to go to and subscribe to. If you're not already subscribed, you're going to get a chance to hear us talk NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 if you're subscribed. We will be talking about that. You don't want to miss that show. If you haven't heard it yet, hey, listen to it. We'll be talking about all that great stuff, and you won't want to miss a minute of it. So, well, we're done here, guys. So, for myself, for Sean Garmer, for, of course, Chet Yoder and Patrick Ketza, You know, we're out of here. Hope you guys have a great one.